Hey, you're listening to My Therapy for Monday, March 12th, 2018. And I'm feeling quite a bit better since last time I spoke. I'm going to get into that today. Just uh, want to let you know that I've been discharged from hospital and the real work begins. Let's go. Wanted to get back on the horse right away here because uh, I didn't like how the last episode went. I think it was important and I don't regret the everything that I said, but I know that it's, it's hard for people that think highly of me or love me to hear and that that bothers me that that's out there but at the same time I feel like there was a higher purpose for it and in the end I don't regret doing it so with that I wanted to give you an update right away because I went off the rails a little bit on the last episode I got uh you know pretty pretty negative and even besides like the suicidal ideation, I found like maybe reflecting on it, maybe I got a little out of control with how I described some of the interactions. Uh, not that they weren't inaccurate, but maybe it doesn't reflect the best on me how how blunt I was about some of the things. So, point is, I was discharged today. Kind of hung out for the morning at the... Uh, the hospital, and uh, just as Caitlin and I decided to go for lunch, the uh, psychiatrist came in and said, "Let's uh, let's sit down for a minute." So we did, and he just checked in how everything's going. I can't quite remember how it all went, but uh, he kind of asked me. We had some questions about what our next steps were. Um, he's really been pitching that we should do this outpatient program at the Oakville Hospital which is nice and I think it's valuable and I'm going to pursue it I think but there's a little part of me that still worries about that next episode and if I'm not properly rehabilitated and if I'm alone what will I do but you know I can't stay in the hospital forever so we're going to try the outpatient program. There's a private option up in Guelph that we're considering. It's incredibly expensive, though, and I don't really want to go down that path. But if I'm, if I'm feeling unsafe, I think that's the only option where I can be there at this private facility Monday to Friday uh, under constant supervision, as far as I can tell, and like stay the nights there. And then Caitlin will come get me on Friday afternoon, take me back Sunday night, do it all over again the next week. So we have some things to think about, but I think I'm going to try the outpatient program and hopefully that covers it. We don't have to go down the private, very, very expensive road. I would say at this point, I'm feeling back to quote unquote normal. And by normal, I don't mean better or well, but I do mean back to kind of where I was before 
I went into the hospital before I had my last episode. So we're back to that kind of functioning but miserable state. I take that description from sick not weeks, sickter scale. It was like a, a one is worse than bottom, two is the bottom, and three to four out of ten is functioning but miserable. And that's pretty much where I am. And I probably sound a lot more upbeat, especially since last time. But, you know, I know I know what my reality is. And I, I'm, I'm optimistic, though. I, I have ha- I had a whole host of new medications on 300 milligrams a day of Wellbutrin. I'm on 100 milligrams a day of Seroquel. And I'm on 50 milligrams a day of something else that I can't pronounce. We get rid of the Cymbalta and we get rid of the Clonazepam for now. And honestly, I don't know if it's the medication. I, I couldn't pinpoint one thing that defines why I'm feeling better. But I went from, I'm going to kill myself. It's not a question. It's a certainty on Thursday. And I meant it. It scares me how deeply I meant it. And today, I feel good, functioning, and I'm somewhat hopeful, kind of reevaluating my life a little bit. I'm wondering if this little situation in almost two weeks in the hospital is what I needed. But uh, I got a lot of things to think about, and I uh, think I'm I'm somewhat hopeful I can get back on the right track. And I'm here to document it all on this podcast. I'll keep you informed if I'm getting better. I'll uh, I'll let you know when I'm getting worse. And I'm not going to say that episode 10 is going to be the worst one there ever will be. I can't say that for sure. I hope it's the worst one there ever will be, and I hope that... Everything from here on out is an upward trend, but the reality is it probably won't be. You know, I've been I've been off work for almost five months now, and as I said before, like when the uh, psychologist put me off for two and a half, I thought that was an awfully long time to be off work, and I was almost double that. And I kind of feel like I'm only just getting started. Like I do feel like I'm on some kind of an upward trend, and maybe that's just because I feel like extra good today. Anyway, psychologist asked me what were my expectations for today. And I said, well, I kind of expected that I would be discharged. It was my expectation. He talked last week about going into the outpatient program on Wednesday. So I said, you know, yeah, I think I I thought coming into today that I'd be discharged today. And I feel pretty good. He said, okay, we were going to make that work. And... I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll get the discharge papers ready, and you'll be on your way. So, that was it. Went to the uh, pharmacist and uh, to get my prescriptions filled, and a little bit of a hiccup there. Apparently, some of the medication I'm taking is not a good mix, according to the pharmacist. So he's trying to get a hold of the psychiatrist now to see what we're going to do about that, whether I'm going to stay on the same medication or change it to be determined hopefully today I don't want to skip anything if I am on the right stuff 
it feels good to be out. You can say that. I had this whole intro plan for the podcast where I was going to, uh, you know, make it kind of silly and goofy that, uh, that I got out of the joint and uh, I'm free. I was going to open it to uh, the Foo Fighters free me, but uh, nobody could help me with uh, how to license a song. I could have, I could have stole it, but I didn't feel right about that, so I didn't. So we went with just a generic open as we always do. We, meaning me and you, I guess. So circling back to the weekend, just to uh, kind of describe the upward trajectory. Thursday night, I really started to come around. And then on Friday, I went home for a few hours and did the podcast just a little bit better on Friday. And... Obviously, went back to the I went back to the hospital and edited that. It took me a couple hours and then put that up, getting some good reaction to it. And if you uh, if you want to reach out to me, by all means, please look me up on Facebook or uh, send me a tweet at Jay Dickey. My DMs are open too. Would love to hear somebody else tell me how great it is because it makes me feel good. I'm not. I didn't ever said that I was doing this selfish, selflessly. All this is very selfish. I do this because I like the support I get from it. I like this because when other people tell me it helps them, and it helps me, it makes me feel good. So, if you thought I was some some sort of good Samaritan, think again. It's uh, I'm just doing this because it makes me feel good. I guess on Friday. The uh, doctor told us, you know, we're going to give you weekend passes. You can be out from 9 to 9. So that's what we did. Saturday, Caitlin came got me. I came home, had breakfast here. Kind of just stayed at home for the day. I wasn't feeling very well. It was kind of, it, I was better, but I was just like, oh, I'm exhausted and just drained mentally and physically. So we stayed in for Saturday. We talked about going to a movie. And I said, I Talked about going to the uh, Burlington Waterfront as well, and I kind of shut down both things. I said I I'm not ready to face the world today. I just need a I need kind of a buffer. So took it easy on Saturday, and then on Sunday did the same thing. I guess Saturday night was home. I was back there at what 8 p.m. or so for the evening. Then on Sunday, I uh, just was feeling a little bit better again, and had a pretty routine day just kind of bummed around the house again but we did go to a movie went to see game night highly recommended featuring jason bateman that made me feel good because i laughed a bunch which sometimes i struggle with but it was uh it was easy to laugh at that one it was a good movie and then that brings us to today i guess sunday night same thing as Saturday night, just kind of went in, relaxed, got my drugs, went to sleep, slept pretty good, hadn't been sleeping earlier in the week, but it got, it got better, the Seroquel and the other drug, they were putting me out pretty pretty deeply, and then on Monday, this morning, even better, just felt better again, Caitlin showed up around 8am, 8, 8 brought me some breakfast, and then we played some cards until it was lunchtime, and... Then that's when the doctor showed up with us and we 
circle back to where I was just what I was just talking about a few minutes ago. So how's that for chronological order? I was jumping all over the place there. So on my way out on the discharge papers, I finally got a uh, a diagnosis from that doctor. Previously, my psychologist called it DSM five meets DSM five criteria for major depressive disorder. Now, forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, but I had two diagnoses. The first one was dysthymia. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. D-Y-S-T-H-Y-M-I-A. According to Wikipedia, it's now known as persistent depressive disorder, a mood disorder consisting of the same cognitive and physical problems as depression with less severe but long, longer-lasting symptoms. So I guess that makes some sense. I've never made an attempt at suicide, but I have had very severe ideation, culminating in the middle of the week last week where I felt trapped in the hospital. I went to the hospital to get help, and suddenly I felt that I was trapped in there. I needed to get out to uh, to fix things. And luckily, the doctors took care of me. And I'm back. And I'm, I'm so grateful for everything the people around me did. I talked in the last episode about how we ran into, ran into some crusty characters. And... When you when you don't have basic empathy and compassion, maybe you shouldn't work in a psych ward. But when I reflect on it now, yeah, there were a lot of crusty characters, but there were also a lot of really good people that helped me get through it. So I just want to focus on those people. So dysthymia was the first diagnosis, or persistent mood disorder. Sorry, persistent depressive disorder, where basically that's describing a chronic condition. Where I, I as far as I know. I don't remember the last time that I was like truly not feeling any symptoms of depression. It's kind of always been in the back. Even when I've had better times, like there were a few years ago where I felt really good about where my life was heading, where my career was going. Um, Things were just kind of rolling. Things seemed to be coming together. But even then, there was just something kind of off. I just always had kind of an anxious or just back in my mind feeling of that, you know, this is all going to end at some point, and it did. And that's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, I guess. But, uh, yeah, the fact that that's described as kind of chronic makes a ton of sense. The other diagnosis was mixed personality disorder, which was a new one to me. And basically what mixed personality disorder is, is it's basically, as I've read, and don't quote me on this if I'm not completely right, but I'm just kind of going off Wikipedia. But mixed personality disorder is basically a personality disorder that can't be characterized under one of the other personality disorders. Apparently there's about 10 personality disorders, if I can just uh, find them here. Antisocial personality disorder, borderline personality disorder, 
histrionic personality disorder, narcissistic personality disorder, avoidant personality disorder, dependent personality disorder, obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Basically, I don't match any of those specifically, but I apparently have some tendencies in some of those. So that's what that's what defined mixed personality disorder. So that was interesting. It kind of worries me a little bit that I could have some of that in me because I I like to think that I'm pretty woke, for lack of a better term, that I kind of understand my own feelings and emotions and kind of can read the can read between the lines on a lot of things. But that's suggesting that maybe there are some things that I don't always see them as they are. And I guess that goes back to why I've been doing cognitive behavioral therapy, where the idea of that is to challenge your thoughts, that you have a certain thought, a cognitive distortion, and you have to sit back and basically argue your own thoughts that challenge them. I've been working on that, but a lot of the time I feel like my reality is the reality and it's really hard to challenge thoughts when you're so confident they're true. But I, I got to work on it. I have been working on it and I got to work on it harder. Anyway, that's the diagnosis. And uh, we talked about next steps. So for now, I'm just going to kind of going to chill out. I've got an, uh, an intake assessment with the outpatient program on Thursday. And we'll see where it goes from there. Just wanted to do a bit of a quick check-in today. So a bit of a quicker podcast, but um, glad you can listen in. Glad I'm here to still talk about it because it scared the hell out of me last week when I thought it was I thought I was done. I, uh, I lost all hope, and it was a terrifying feeling. And I look back on it, and, and I just hope it doesn't happen again. I, I don't... I'm not going to say it's not going to happen again, but I just hope it doesn't happen again. So I got a couple of days here to myself, back home, get to sleep in my own bed tonight. Haven't done that in a while, so that's going to be nice. Just wanted to let you guys know that I'm feeling quite a bit better. Not all the way there, but I'm feeling better. And after the downer that was the 10th episode, even though maybe it enlightened some people that are seeking help and don't know where to go or don't know what they're going to get when they get there. I hope that created some clarity around that. But now that I have my own clarity and I'm out of the fog that was last week and the uh, the crazy thoughts of suicide are subsided a bit, I'm just glad to be home. I think I'm going to leave it there for now. This episode has been brought to you by Dickie's Meats, my dad's business, because as mentioned, he pays for the hosting of this podcast, so he gets some credit. And until anybody else is willing to pony up money, he's the only one that's going to get any credit. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. I don't know how soon, but soon. Bye. Bye.